What else are we going to talk about this week, Tom? There's only one topic. Yeah, the new and iPad. Everyone's... <laughs> We've got to talk about the new iPad. Is there a new iPad? There is, yeah. It looks amazing. Is it on? Is it out? Or is it rumours? No, no. Uh, official release videos. Oh, wow. Yeah. iPad Pro. New iPad Pro. It looks the same. <laughs> the only hardware difference is the camera, I think. But the stand looks amazing. It looks like a good stand, yeah. Stand slash keyboard. Because I don't really like mine, but... Yeah, I wish it looked like that now. <laughs> They've been doing this, your computer, your next computer is not a computer advertisement for ages, haven't they? Just showing the software is so inadequate at multitasking. God, are we actually doing this? Are we, are we becoming an Apple stuff podcast? No, I just I just wanted to get that out. <laughs> Pro, no, they've got the stupid f- camera, the ugly camera. That's hideous, isn't it? Well, the pictures are amazing by all accounts, but... Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter what it looks like, does it? Is that all? I'm waiting for the iPhone SE 2. You might be waiting a long time. Well, this is my first day working from home. And Tom, as you may know, is a prolific home worker, having done it for a year. Well, well I, I am at home 80% a lot. of the time. Whether my work is well, I'm like prolific at working, I'm not quite so sure. <laughs> I didn't say you were a prolific worker. I said you were prolific hmm. for being at home. <laughs> um, yeah so I guess you may have some tips for the rest of us that are starting out doing this um, we'll try and keep it a bit cheerier than a lot <laughs> I <don't... laughs> yeah I think so other than to recognise it's a unique scenario in which loads and loads of people are working from home I think that's all we should that's the only reference we should make to things outside of tech and podcasting and literally working from home the reasons who knows you might just be you know you might like want to spend more time with your family or want to live somewhere where your office isn't which is my reason that's why i work from home yeah i mean i've always planned on eventually working from home um i didn't maybe plan it being so soon but um it's something that has interested me uh as a way of working a way of living um it seems like it's got a lot of benefits and if you are interested in some of those benefits you can go back to episode 19 what is it like to be a remote developer where tom talks us through a standard remote developer day so you might want to go back and check out that one for some more uh serious tips yeah i think these are going to be serious as well but they're going to be about the the mechanics of literally being at home and working can't take you seriously if you keep doing that teeth thing <laughs> so for those of you listening at home we are uh, we're not using. We usually use Skype for our podcasting. This week we're using Zoom um, for the primary reason that you can change your background because <laughs> we're professional and mature in that way. <laughs> and you can also pretend you've got a green screen screen and pick a certain color. So at the moment, Tom, I am some sort of blue blob, and my background's fine. Yeah, so I can just see your normal messy office, but then everywhere that would be Ed's skin is now some kind of ice cave. And you can see my teeth, though. <laughs> yeah. If I'd realised it was going to be this much of a productivity sink, I wouldn't have suggested it. I, mean, I suggested Zoom to make us more productive and more effective as remote, a remote team. But it seems to have failed. There's too many shiny toys. Oh, dear. <laughs> but has it not? Maybe it's not. Maybe, maybe morale is one of the things that we really have to work hard on remote when we're working remotely. So in that case, I'd call this a win. It's doing its best job. <laughs> 
Yes. Uh, yeah. So my um, so we don't re- we don't have a question yet. We'll we'll figure one out by the end of the episode. So you'll know because you'll have hopefully looked at the title. But we are trying to work something out at the moment. <laughs> so bear with us. Um, basically, we're going to talk about remote working, some good ways of doing it. Tom's going to give us all his tips um, that he's picked up. So hopefully, when we get to the end of this, you'll have some hard and fast things to uh, try out if you're working from home i think it's going to be one of the more actionable episodes that we do i think a lot of people are in this scenario now and hopefully there'll be plenty of stuff in here that will I know, either ring true with people or will uh, be a revelation that they can uh, adapt themselves you've been working at home for a whole day now what questions do you have as a, a newbie remote worker well i thought I, I'd, I'd tell you what i did and then you can tell me what i've done wrong uh, go for it yeah that works <laughs> Um, so I did get up at my normal time and I had a shower and I started working when I'd have left for work. I think that was the wrong thing to do. Oh, okay. So when I would usually leave to go to work, I sat down at my computer and started doing, cause I just thought, I don't know, I just, I just got to that time and then I had nothing, nothing else to do really. <laughs> well, that's okay. But then when did you finish? Did you finish at your normal time or did you finish like earlier based on like having done the same amount of hours? I finished at when I would normally finish. So I probably did, I did an extra commute's worth. Luckily, I don't commute far, but I probably did a bit of extra commute's work, a bit of work. Um, yeah, so that was my first thing. I also got changed. I know, you, I think you said this in your episode, or it's it's widely stated, um, you probably shouldn't uh, just stay in your pyjamas. You should at least get changed, uh, maybe into some thing comfortable which is probably fine but don't stay in whatever you slept in i suppose oh no yeah you should i think that's just advice for humans generally is change <laughs> at the wash and wash and be clean at the start of the day i think it's, it's useful at least advice. at least at least the top half so then uh <laughs> on your video calls you look look like you've you mean it <laughs> now you've raised two very good points about like when do you start and finish working and how do you approach working separate from your normal routine and i think having like the routine of like going through your normal morning routine is a sensible thing to do i don't think starting early is a good idea but i don't think it's a bad idea if you start early if you also finish early um and another thing to note is you're new at this don't beat yourself up if you get things wrong um and every now and again all the rules are flexible that's the beauty of working from home is how flexible it is so feel free to start ridiculously early if you're able to finish ridiculously late. But if sometimes you just are in the mood to work, do it. Have a bit more extra productivity. The thing about working from home is it's if your employer is doing it correctly, it should be about what you're delivering rather than the specific amount of time you're spending working on their thing, essentially. Yeah, luckily I work at a company where the amount of time you spend in the office as well kind of doesn't really matter. I mean, you've got you, I've got core hours, but other than that, they kind of, no one really keeps track of you. So that's kind of a, probably a good way of going into remote working as well. Yeah. I think the thing to do is to find your own rhythm and you'll do that over the course of several weeks. You'll know what makes you too tired and what makes you not, well, what leaves you wanting more. So that vaguely leads me on to my next question, which is, do you take uh, scheduled breaks other than the lunch? Do you like, do you have a coffee break? Uh, at specific times or do you just kind of when you want a coffee you go and get one oh when I, I do it when I when I would like a coffee I do stop regularly to make coffee um, I don't yeah I'm not working the entire day stop reasonably regularly um, one of the things that we've instigated at work now that more people are remote 
and that we're kind of embracing it even more is uh, to counteract the fact that there aren't people in an office meeting face to face we've got sort of designated coffee time channels uh, both in our slack group and there's a discord uh, server that we've set up for work which is like talking about work is banned in those it's like trying to catch that water cooler effect that you get from working in close proximity with people you couldn't simulate that digitally online yeah because it's quite it's quite a change and i even i noticed it today is feels a bit even though you're kind of chatting to people on slack and stuff it's not quite the same as being in an office with people and stuff just happens and then people will start random conversations in the middle of the day which doesn't really happen so much on on slack when you're just sending messages to each other and someone might be you don't know if someone's even there like they might be off getting a coffee or something hmm. um yeah, the async nature of it is is important the fact that when you you're not necessarily directly communicating at the same time with people um but sometimes you do sometimes you get in a little have it have a little chat and it's fine i, f- I find like our company now has found the happy balance it feels like because because we're all remote we've got to overcompensate on the extra things that are being missed out by not being face to face so having these designated like like a, a license to just sort of goof off and talk about the new ipad or talk about video games or anything anything that you like anything that's not work it's not like someone's going to come along and say oh no you should all be working it's not that kind of environment so you think it's something that so it sounds like your company's kind of forcing it a bit yeah i they're very deliberately forcing to over over communicate overcompensate because you miss you do you do miss out by not being in the same room as people um we're in the fantastic position now of everyone being remote um so everyone's kind of missing out equally if that makes sense um there was one i think so far in the the sort of year and a half that i've been doing this in this particular setup there's been one instance where kind of due to holidays and people being off and people not being around that there was actually everyone in the company apart from me was in one space and that felt very peculiar um but it was i think it's a good sign that that felt peculiar because the norm is not that the norm is we're all spread out and there might be a group of people together but everyone has yeah everyone has a good working relationship and is we know each other well enough to be able to yeah chat casually without being face to face so i suppose it's really it is kind of important to force it because it's something people just aren't used to doing um especially those of us who haven't worked remotely before we're used to just being able to turn around and chat to the person next to us whereas on like messaging someone on slack you might have like a little bit of not anxiety but like you feel like you don't want to bother people so i suppose having those specific times where if you want to go and have a chat with someone then that there's a place to do that where the other people there are also happy for that to happen yeah that's why something like a discord server is good because you can see who's in the room at any one time and know that they're happy to be interrupted um but yeah we're lucky in that we're our, like uh, the majority of our team are used to working in this way so we're a we know the rules or not <laughs> not rules but the unspoken like the etiquette and what have you that we want in the company uh when people are new to it, it that's the, the hardest time when you don't know what the boundaries are and whether you're going to be annoying someone by being overly chatty so what we've decided as a company is to be over to lean into that and to force every force quote unquote everybody to overcompensate and be more chatty than they would normally and communicate more often um and then from there it finds its natural balance Hmm. i think that makes sense my other question was going to be um about actually voice-to-voice calls like we're having now um 
how often do you find you end up doing those? Because I was talking to someone about some code today and we just ended up doing it on Slack and it would have probably got quick, been quicker if we just phoned each other up or, you know, the like and just talked about it. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a delicate balance to, it's a fine line to walk because there are points where you do just want to sort of asynchronously do it in text and you can get it, you're interrupting someone less, it's less of a burden on them and you can get through to what you need that way. But you have to make a call, you have to make a judgment call at some point, you do get higher bandwidth from talking to someone quote unquote face to face. So we have, you know, we have a Zoom account, um, we use Zoom a lot for that kind of stuff, but we're now in the current setup we're starting to use discord a lot more um so it'll be oh let's jump into the engineering miscellaneous channel and let's talk about it there mm. yeah no i think that's that's smart I, I i mean one like everyone seems to be really excited about discord but i i'm not keen on audio only communication i think i've never really been particularly that, good on the telephone i thought discord was just like slack essentially <laughs> it's just doing it in a different place what's the uh, what's the benefit of that uh it's the voice and the video connection that comes with it um so it's like halfway between zoom and, and slack essentially we're keep we've made a rule to not do any written communication in discord so because slack is our kind of that's where company communication lives if it's temporary if it's permanent it gets moved into notion but there is a sort of a system and an established like an expectation of where these kind of things are going to be um but discord is useful for off the cuff chatting about stuff um, which works for casual conversations, but also talking about specific code problems or someone's got a problem with their build or you know, some dependencies playing up or something. Hmm. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I, I, I honestly thought Discord was just another like chat service. Yeah, <laughs> and, same. As in written text chat. <laughs> yeah, until <laughs> I didn't realize it had. Two or three weeks ago, I'd never used it either. So it's, I'm not much of yeah. a gamer, so it's, it's new hmm. to me. Yeah. yeah, it does seem to be uh, very big around the gaming sphere. Um, but yeah, useful that that is something that could be used for those situations. Sometimes when I was messaging to people today, I felt like I sounded quite rude uh, just with my text. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm interrupting them. Well, I know it's not actually interrupting them. It's a message in the background, but I'm trying to, I'm asking for their time. And like some of my sentences are quite short. How do you do this? <laughs> yeah. um, do you have any tips for maybe keeping text communication more human? yeah that's the trick is to keep it human um the it is a real problem uh i it, with email any kind of text communication but particularly with instant message which we're using we're using a lot um it you have to think about tone you have to think about how your tone is being perceived how the other person is going to see what you've written and it, you've got to be open to the open to the different ways that you phrase something can be interpreted and make a conscious effort to err on the side of friendly um that's where emoji are fantastic i mean i can't i mean it sounds ridiculous and if you'd asked like, me when when i first discovered what emojis were and thought they were just like a text thing that kids did i would have laughed at you but they are like a foundational bit of our team communication because it's an instant way of saying like a i don't think you can be like, if you're using an emoji you can't be angry or nasty with them i think like just by their very nature they're slightly light-hearted but even the angry ones yeah even the, ang- the angry ones it's like <laughs> i am angry but in the context of a light-hearted emoji you know, so it's like oh yeah. i'm frustrated i'm really frustrated by this code but it's by the code and the situation not by the person you're talking to yeah i also um i've even when i'm at work i, I try to use gifs 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 
gifs. 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 We're gonna have any of that filth on this podcast. Gifs. You have to get the beep, you have to get the beeper out for that one. <laughs> that could be. That's gonna be one of our special episodes coming up. Gifs versus gifs. That'd be a very short one. <laughs> um, we'll do the so, artwork uh, for that yeah, in I'd... our Jaffix software. <laughs> I there's no R. There's there's an R after G. There's a there's G I giraffe GIF. What giraffe is spelled G I, and you yeah. say G giraffe GIF. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's English. There's, there's competing examples for everything you possibly want. There are in m- most rules. There are more contradictions to the rule than there are things that follow the rules. So if you if you don't care, you're happy to go with GIF. No, no, no. I don't care the ah. reasoning. I care about the result. The one I like <laughs> is the right one, and that's that's about oh, as far that's yeah. about as nuanced as my argument is going to get. <laughs> uh, regardless, GIF or GIF, I, I yeah, I've always tried to use them quite liberally. They're, they're quite useful for keeping things lighthearted too. Yeah, GIF, Giphy is a good add-on to have in your Slack channel. Um, I'd like a non-random one. That would be good. Yeah. I don't know if that exists. Yeah, Giphy will do that. You do Giphy slash Giphy space a, net, a letter or a word, and it will search that word and give you an option to pick, and you can... Randomly. Oh, it just shows them randomly. I have to shuffle them. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you can go there? online, and you can look one up, and you can copy and paste the link like an animal, if you like, if you want to be really specific. Yeah. I don't want to do that. That sounds, sounds mad. But shuffling is fine. G- GIF keyboard, that's what I need. Yeah, yeah. If you've got, I think... I've had that installed on most slacks I've been in. Anyway, regardless, yeah. So that's always and the point being that, keeps that, things that's a good yeah. That, yeah. The lightheartedness is important, and that's a good marker of like, are you working somewhere that's a nice place to work? If they'll let you install that kind of thing, you could be somewhere super super corporate where they have to fight tooth and nail just to get slack in the first place, and then suddenly they'll be like, oh no, you can't have gifts in there. I, mean, I have I have no instances of this happening, but it's the kind of thing I could I could imagine <laughs> happening in. Uh, you know, big enterprise software. Yeah. So liberal use of uh, emojis and gifs. What you're what you're trying to do is just think what your the aim is to increase the bandwidth of your communication. And if you don't have video, if you're, you're limiting yourself to to text, then add in extra things like emojis and and gifs and images and all sorts of stuff. ASCII art, if you like, anything like that. Anything that provides extra context is valuable, even if it seems ridiculous on the face of it. Yeah, I think the idea, the general policy is to have a hierarchy. Um, one of our bosses says, like, you, you favour favor face-to-face, in-person, over everything else. But if you can't do that, favour video call. If you can't do that, favour audio call. If you can't do that, favour yeah, text with add-ons and stuff. Yeah, and kind of work your way down the stack. You just go mm. with whatever is most appropriate, most yeah practical for the scenario that you're in. Very good. The next broader topic I kind of wanted to ask you about was how you set up your desk at home because obviously it's not at work I've got a, a massive desk and I've, I have nothing else on it apart from stuff I need for my work um, whereas home I've kind of got to shuffle things around I mean I imagine everyone's or uh, maybe not everyone but you've seen like uh, people working on their iron ironing boards and rolls of toilet paper and sitting on all sorts of things do you have any um, advice or tips for like ways you lay out your desk or desk ergonomics i suppose yeah the ergonomics are important uh you have to do the best with what you've got obviously i'm lucky in that i've because i know i work from home all the time i've 
been able to sort of carve myself out an actual office at home that is just for work and nothing else. It has a nice big desk and has my screens at an ergonomic height, so the top of the screen is level with the top of my eyes because uh, I've got a riser underneath all the monitors and I've got a nice key. We've got the kind of keyboard trackpad layout I like, all the things, all my things around me. Um, and it's not necessarily... You're not necessarily able to do that in all scenarios, particularly if you're only working from home every now and again. You might find yourself at a kitchen table. You might find yourself on a couch. Um, I would say if you're going to do it for a long extended period of time, find a desk somehow. Beg, borrow or steal. Um, a lot of people now are, are, are buying desks, to little tiny desks to squeeze in places. Some of our team, in fact, have done that. Um, and yeah, it's it's about getting as close as you can to the nice ergonomic working position that you personally favor because mm. uh, if you if you if you mess that up you're going to have all sorts of problems you're going to have bad posture you're going to be in you're going to cause chronic pain and there's all sorts of problems rsi that can come out of bad ergonomics and it sounds you know sounds maybe being overly fussy but i it's something I, I think is really important you should be in a good working position yeah i mean i was been sat on a very uncomfortable chair today um but luckily one has arrived about 10 minutes ago. Um, so I'm going to build that and have a nicer chair tomorrow. But hopefully, um, I, I, I don't know what the case would be in a lot of places, but if you're fairly close to your work, like my work did offer and said, if you want to take your chair home with you, that's something you can do. Um, I, I needed a desk chair anyway, so <laughs> I decided not to do that. But there are other people that have kind of taken these things home with them. And then, yeah, on my desk, I've carved out a little bit of space for um, my monitor and laptop and stuff. Um, and I've also, what the most important thing I think is on my desk is, I'm going to show Tom now, is I've got a little uh, a little plant. So little, I have a little, little greenery little on my desk. Miniature tree, little bonsai. Is it actually, is it live? It looks kind of like it might be fake. It's very green. It's real, yeah. Oh, excellent. Um, um, yeah, so I think a little bit of greenery on your desk, especially because well, I've not really, I can't, I've got a window, but it kind of just points up so I can only see the sky. Um, and generally these days it seems to be rainy and cloudy so a little bit of uh, nature in the room i found is uh <laughs> lifts your mood more than you would think yeah i wonder if i should get get a nice like get a nice house plant for in here uh, we've we just i've just moved house recently so i'm in as bare and boring a box as i can be in and thankfully the window there's like trees and trees and sky and stuff out the windows which is nice but yeah should tart it up a bit i think in where I was living previously, I made a lot of effort, took a lot of effort to sort of make the office a place that I was happy being in for extended periods of time. Like painted it all the way I liked, had nice pictures up, had kind of kept it clean and tidy and organised. I got a lot, I, and I personally I got a lot of value out of that. And I would recommend that if anyone else is working from home for an extended period of time, make the place that you don't don't accept too many as accept few, as few compromises as you can get away with make it as nice an environment to be in because you're going to be spending a lot of time in it and you want to be comfortable and if you're comfortable you'd be more productive yeah and i think if if at all possible try and have a i've found this helps today <laughs> and i've read i've done some reading around it um is having a trying to have a separate a space as possible from where you go and watch the tv in the evening for example or have dinner and stuff you don't want to be I know some people can't do this because they have small flats and things like that and that's fine but if you can if you've got a different space or just like try and have different areas so you're not kind of working where you eat yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice sanitization of that uh, expression um, 
But I, I think one tip I would say is maybe if you're not able to have separate spaces, have a routine at the start and end of your work day. Something where you're just like getting yourself ready for work and getting yourself into a work mode and clear, spend, even if it takes like 10 minutes, just clear the space that you're working in, get ready for work, and then at the end, close that down again. Like pack things away if you're sharing a space with the living space. Mm. Someone that I work with suggested actually getting changed at the end of your day. So you get changed like out of kind of work wear into some more comfortable clothes so that you kind of it's clear to your mind, I suppose. It's like a, a bit of a routine, isn't it? That you're now you've finished doing your work. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be to more comfy things. I mean be be comfortable during the day if you like. Yeah. <laughs> Treat yourself. But yeah, changing. It's some kind of mental break from one state to the other is really useful. Mm. Yeah. That's a, that's a big I mean that's a big danger of working up. One thing I found when working from home is it's hard to stop sometimes. I mean, not all the time. I'm perennially lazy and <laughs> would take any excuse not to be working. But sometimes you do get into a zone and you're working on a tricky bug or you're not able to quite solve a problem and you just keep on going. And before you know it, it's eight, nine o'clock at night and you've kind of missed dinner time. And it's a real, that is a problem. And that's a danger sign. Don't be doing that more often. Like every now and again is fine, but don't be doing that on a regular basis. No, well, thank you for. Uh helping me with some of my problems <laughs> <laughs> i um i hope that was quite useful and i'll uh, action some of those tomorrow um definitely yeah well it'd be interesting to see your how you feel about it in a few weeks time when you've you've got more used to the idea and have, have settled in we're catching you at the very very start of your working from home journey at the moment and listeners, if you have questions for tom someone who's been remote working for a while and you're just starting to do it um do send them in uh, there may be things that I haven't thought of or haven't occurred to me or maybe occur to me in the next few days uh, we might do a in a few weeks time you never know we might have to do a follow-up episode with any questions you've sent in so uh, do check us out on twitter at aqo code where you can send us questions or you can find us online at aqoc.dev or a question of code.com i should say for the record that um we're tagging me as an expert working from home i've been working extremely remotely for a year and a half like on and off remotely for the last sort of three years but i mean a lot of the things i've said today i've picked up from working with other people who've worked remotely for a lot longer and a lot more experienced and are a lot better at like managing companies and people and scenarios than i am i'm kind of a portal through which i'm conveying other people's good <laughs> ideas i'm not going to take credit for anything but <laughs> you've got more experience than me who has one day <laughs> and that's how it works you only have to be one lesson ahead you only have to be one lesson ahead yeah. So thank you very much for listening. Stay safe out there and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye.